Hopefully we don't get no lag. Let me turn this up. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with episode 42 of Zed Daily. Today I have Upper Moon Racing, a.k.a. Bonnie Parker Zed. How you doing, my friend? What's up, man? What's going on? Finally here. <laughs> yes, sir. Glad to have you. So before we get into Zed Run and your story about Bonnie Parker, I want to start about your journey into crypto. What was that like, and then how did you find crypto? Well... My journey into crypto was I kept hearing about it at work, like, oh, you know, the NFTs are a new thing, NFTs are a new thing, and I kept hearing about it, so I'm like, you know what, let me look into it. So I started doing research, and I didn't find OpenSea, I went to Nifty Gateway, and I'm like, oh, this is art, NFT, you know, and I see people flipping them. So I'm like, oh, all right, all right. So I put in, like, what, 3K, and I bought stupid-ass The weekend NFT. <laughs> like I bought, like, three of them for, like, 700. I was like, oh, I'm going to be rich now. And then I kept waiting, looking, looking. And like two weeks, three weeks, four weeks go by. And I'm like, damn, this thing is losing money. <laughs> this thing was at 500 now. Damn. And there's no liquidity. So I'm like, oh, I'm done. So I sold that each for like, you know, a big loss. And then I saw a video um, about Zed Run online. And I'm like, oh, this looks like something I could get into, something I could play, you know, not just a picture. So I went in and, you know, I got a, I tried to get the drops. I missed all the drops. I was upset. I, you know, I was toxic. I was talking mad shit. And then, you know, I just bought a horse. I bought a Z10, uh, Jenny, for like 0.35, you know? And it was pretty good. I thought it was good until Dan, I met Dan, and Dan was like, yo, that horse is glue. Why are you running it? <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's winning. He's like, yeah, but as soon as you get into class four, it's going to lose. And that's what happened. So, you know. So you got in around a drop, you said? Yeah, I got in around March. Okay, I so, don't know exactly, but like around March, April, around there, that's when I got in. So coming from profile pictures to horses, was it still entertainment or was it like investment at this time? Well, I was trying to figure it out, you know what I mean? But I was having fun with Zed because, you know, I was winning and I'm, I thought that was the shit. I was like, oh, damn, my horse is good. But it wasn't that good. <laughs> but no, I like the entertainment aspect of it. And then I got on Discord and started meeting people and I just got into the community. And, you know, it's like a, it's like friends. 100%. Like I'm close with people in the, you know, in the blood Two discord. I'm close with all of them, you know, so it's like close friends now. So what'd you do after that first horse? And then Dan, Dan Chan telling you your horse is shit. Like, what'd you do after that to move on to your next horse? Well, I bought, well, then I'm like, all right. So if racing is not my thing for this horse, let me, what can I do? So I was, th I was like, maybe coats, like, you know, like super rare coats. So I bought a papaya whip Z9 for like, for cheap, you know? So I'm like, oh, when breeding comes, I'm going to be making money. <laughs> like that's Z9. And then the prices started dropping and dropping. And then I got rid of that. And it was just like, you know, buying and flipping small ones here and learning the game. And then finally I hit Bonnie. And then finally I had a monster. So I was like, oh, wow. You know what? And then I just kept running that horse. And then she helped me build my stable. You know, the money she makes and whatever and kids and selling. So that's how I started building off that. So when you go and buy Bonnie Parker, was there anything that stood out? Was it the name, the color? Like, what stood out about that horse that made you want to buy that one? Honestly, it was during the time where, like, people were getting good deals online, like, on OpenSea. Like, someone would list it, and it would be gone right away, right? It was around that time where NFT Eddie was popping, where he was getting crazy deals on things. So one night, I was laying in bed, like, 2 in the morning, I was laying in bed, I was on OpenSea, and I kept refreshing. I had put a legendary Naka, and I kept refreshing. I'm like... You know, someone has to put a, get a deal out there. And it said Bonnie Parker. It said 1.3. I 
I'm like, let me check this horse out. So I went on I Know Your Horses real quick. I looked at the Griffin. It was like 3.5, but I think she had lost or something like that. She had lost or something. So I'm like, yo, this horse is good. Like this, it's just, you know, she's a you. They're just not running her right. So I went and bought it. She had like four races and it went through. And I didn't race it after that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to put her on ice. Because Dan kept saying, yo, if you race that horse and it's a donkey, it's, you know, whatever, you're done. So I kept holding it, but I'm like a crackhead. I can't hold on to unraced horse. I got to race him. So without telling Dan, I know he's going to be mad. Without telling him, I put him, in a, I put him in a race. And then she pulled like six odds. So I was like, oh, yeah, we good. So, like, how did you figure out this horse? Like, did you know straight after that first race, like, it was good? And or was it like later down the line, like you really figured out this is like one of the best of the best horses? Well, in the beginning, I thought the horse was OK. It was pretty good. You know what I mean? Because I was in steep, uh, steep chat and I really didn't know how to value horses that well. So I had a feeling it was good. But then other people were saying like, oh, damn, she's pulling sixes and threes. That means in, in class three, that means in class one, she'll probably pull eights and nines, you know, and that's what happened. And from then on. It's just been a love and hate relationship because you know how you you shape horses. Sometimes they don't want to run at all for for days, and I've been wanting to sell her, and then she comes on a streak like four in a row, mm -hmm. like it's crazy. It's the highest highs and lowest lows with a horse with a horse like that, right? Because you know you can win, but it's just like you don't know how long the streaks of of the ten through twelves yeah. are gonna be or the first through thirds, right? Yeah. Yeah, because the field doesn't matter to the horse. Mm -hmm. Like, you horses like that, the field doesn't matter. It could be donkeys or, or, or you know, elite horses. It's just if that horse feels like running that day, no one can beat him. Or get beat by straight donkeys because they don't feel like running. You know, Dan calls it ordering hot dogs, you know. Like, she didn't want to run. She was at the concession stand ordering hot dogs mm. while the race was going. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you, you buy Bonnie Parker. So now you've got a good horse in your stable, and it's a female, so you can hold this uh, this offspring how do you go about breeding from there? Uh, do you already have the blood tool, and are you just researching on the blood tool? Like, what's your breeding strategy with Bonnie Parker at this time? Well, I had the blood tool, but my strategy when I had Bonnie, I was like, I got a Z2 leg. So what I'm going to do now is buy more Z2 legendaries and have a factory of, you know, Z3s or Z4s I can start pumping out to start building my, um, my account, you know? So I bought a lot of Z2s, all super rare, rare coats like at twos and 1.5s and you know because my strategy was just to keep pumping babies out and make money and it worked for the first month like i was selling z4s females for like 0.65 i was like oh this is easy <laughs> but then the next month you know the market went shit and here we are where my z2s are worth nothing barely like you know 0.4.5 at floor now but it is what it is i got a lot of offspring i got i got like i got like 50 horses now so it's been good though. It's been cool. I had a really good journey, you know. It's been good to me. Do you think that ever comes back to where the people can just come in and play the breeding game to where like those Z4 exclusives will be going for 0.6 or whatever again? Do you think that ever comes back? Not anymore. No. No, it may, maybe maybe like if we get an influx of super crazy amount of users, but I think now it's it's breeding smart. People aren't just mashing things together and selling. You know, what I mean, people are gotten, people are gotten smarter. Not every unraced, unnamed is the same. It just depends on, you know, you got to look at the parents now and stuff because people are breeding smarter now. And you got to be smart. Like, if you want to spend your money and buy unraced, you've got so many options now. So what do you do? You either go for the cheapest one or you go for someone that knows how to, what they're breeding and has a good track record. So I think in the future, quality bred horses are worth sell more. 
Like they might go up there. You know what I mean? Quality bred as in like that this horse just has good lineage built into it. Not that it's a proven racer, that it just has like good blood into this horse. That it has proven that it can produce quality offspring consistently. You know what I mean? Gotcha. It's not like one off. Like you can tell, like look at look at um Diamond Hands. Like that guy. He's got some good breeders, you know, Peach for Hours and, you know, all those horses. Those are good breeders consistently, especially Unyielding. <laughs> Unyielding is a monster. So, so there are, like, I agree with Dan, there are, you know, horses that, that can breed consistently. Do you feel like you have any consistent breeders in your stable? Well, Dan fucked me with Blood 2-1 because I bought off Blood 2-1 breeders. And then when we switched to Blood Tool 2, my breeders look like shit now. Mm. <laughs> no, but um, I don't know. I some It's weird because when I'm breeding now, I breed consistently good tournament horses. Whereas they'll make it. You know what I mean? A or B, they'll make it as soon as they're out in the open. But they won't last and paid. So I think I'm up. I'm, I'm due for a monster soon. So, but I like it. I like I like using blood too because I breed consistently good horses. So when you breed them and you race them, <clears throat> how do you go about it? Are you racing freeze to just try, uh, try and qualify for tournaments now, or are you going freeze and then paid to really figure out a distance and then drill down on free like and then drill down and drill down on freeze after you go paid to like see if you pull flames? Well, my strategy first. My strategy first when I first breed a horse is like on in the Griffin. I either run an extreme distance. I either run a twelve or a twenty-four. You know what I mean? And depend on flaming and positioning, you know, finish position. That's when I'll know, okay, this horse might be a mid. This horse might be a long. And if I agree on something like, oh, this horse is a long. So what I'll do then is I'll take that long distance and I'll go into a $2.50, you know, two fifty paid. And I'll see finish position and flame. If it flames and it finishes like, you know, first, like, all right, so it can compete in paid in class, whatever, you know. So now I'll take it to the next level. So instead of two fifty, I go to 5 and I try to find where I try to find where the horse fails. I don't look for where it succeeds. I look for where it fails, so I know to go to the other spectrum. You know what I mean? Mm. And if I know that this horse, like like Blade Moon, I just bred that horse, and you know it was doing good in in freeze. I'm like, all right, two or three races in or four races, in, it was doing good. So I'm like, all right, let me try to pay with this. Put in a two dollar fifty paid, and it won. So I'm like, all right, it can compete. But then I put him in a five dollar paid, and it didn't win. So now I know what kind of horse that is. And, you know, I'm going to just run that horse for tourney and maybe sell it in the future for somebody that wants a, you know, a nice $2, $50 winner. Where if you drop him to like class five, he's going to clean up. So what if he, so like you said, he flamed, he flamed in the $2.50 and won. But what if he flamed in the $5 one, but didn't win? How would you look at flames, but no, no win in that one? I would keep, I would keep running him at that distance to see if he consistently finishes in the middle or the end, you know, and if he does that, then that's not for him. Even if those flames at five, I, I count more finished positions than I do like flames. I don't really put too much emphasis into flames. Like they help, but they don't, they're not the end all be all. You know what I mean? Like I look at finished position. That's what I look at. Plus the other horses in the race. Like I've seen POP not flame and still trash every horse in the race. Because of the high win equity. Yeah, yeah, you know, POP, POP not only is not only strong, but it has distance preference and it has high value, you know, is varial, like variance is high on that horse too. Like it'll burn a lot of Z1s. 
Now, would you rather have a high variance horse like Princess of Power, or would you just have a high consistent horse? Let's say like um, who's a really good consistent horse? Like terms of engagement, which horse would you rather have? Nah, no, but POP is consistent though. Okay, is I would it... rather have POP than Bonnie, because Bonnie is really? you. Yeah, I'd rather have POP because those distance preference horses, they're consistent like together. You know what I mean? Like like POP will beat a lot of. 2400 specialists if she's better than them mm. bonnie even if she's better than a lot of 1800s she won't win because of variance she'll lose to donkeys but she'll beat like you know fucking barack and jumbo and all them so it's weird like i, I take pop because consistency because i know bonnie's just entering every five dollar race and you know you know at the end of the day you're going to be profitable but it's just like i don't know pop is more tournament ready like she'll go through me like Bonnie and Diamonds, we need a good run. Yeah. Like we make the tourney, we need that three in a row, like bang, bang, bang. <laughs> we can't play games. No, no, for real. So, um, that's that's interesting, man. I didn't um I didn't so POP is like a distance preference synthetic you then, so they have a, it has a down button and then an up button. Yeah. And like I think POP has like good variance too, because like even if she doesn't flame, she still wins, you know what I mean? Like, flames don't mean nothing to that horse, even though she is a strong flamer, too. So I'll take P.O.P. over Bonnie any day. That's interesting, <laughs> I mean, I, huh? I hate to say it, but I would. Like, a synthetic you, you wouldn't expect it to make it to the grand finals and compete in the in the distances, like, top to bottom. Because it's a synthetic yeah. you, you'd expect it to tank. But that's that's amazing that he makes it into, like, the grand finals almost every time with that horse. I don't horse. think it's a complete you, though. I don't think it's like a you where it's first and twelfth. I think it's it has variance and it places a lot of times in like first, you know what I mean? And it's it is a strong horse. Like Diamonds and Bonnie, we just pick a distance and we put her in put them in there. It's hard to control the ups and downs. With POP, you can control her. You can control the down buttons. You can control up, you know? And she performs. So I don't know. How do you go about racing on a day-to-day -day or a weekly schedule? Like tracking profits? Do you have like, I'm not entering $10. I'm only going to enter the $5 today and just grind these out. Like, what's your racing strategy or your process? Honestly, I'm not racing much lately. Mm. I just, I guess I breed, breed some new ones, run them a little in tourneys, see if I get lucky. And with Bonnie, I just, I don't, honestly, there's no strategy for me anymore with Bonnie because I don't know what's going on. So what I'm doing now is just throwing her in any free 1800 just to mess around or throw her in a paid $5 1800 just to mess around because I'm bored. It's not for money. It's not for anything. It's just I like to throw the Bonnie. I like to watch her run. So I just throw her in there, see what she's doing, you know. But right now, I really don't have a strategy. It's just I guess breeding and and running the horses to see if they qualify in tournaments because it's it's hard to qualify a horse that's already in C1. You need to breed a new one that starts off in four or five and has that 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 space to run up, you know. Whereas the points won't really kill it, and the competition isn't that strong. But you, like I got Z2s that are in class one. And if they were in three, a run up from three to one, they will make the tournament. But if they start in one, they're not making shit. Mm. Maybe pity point, but other than that, that's it. They're stuck. They're gone. So I'm running out of horses to run in tourneys. <laughs> well, let's talk about that because, like, I, th I saw Arbitrage tweet about it yesterday. Like, the class one horses absolutely get killed in these tournaments. You're going up against the best of the best. And in the first round, you're going up against the best of the best again. Like, yeah. It's it's not fair at the top level. So what do you want to it's see not change an easy road. for for the Me? class one tournaments? Well, I think first Elo will help 
they will really situate horses, but they need a wide elo, not too close where every, you know, every horse, every race, I don't want it to be a gamble, a coin flip, but wide enough where we could pick, you know what I mean? Like you don't want the class one monsters with class five, but you want the class one and class two a little close together. So, you know, we have options. You don't want to put all the monsters with high elo in one class where it's going to be the same thing. We're just going to run against each other and trade money between hands. Right. That's it. And from what Casey was saying, he's right. Like there's nothing incentive. There's no incentives about class A. Like once you get there, it's a death sentence. Because even two dollar fifty races, like eighteen hundred, where I put Bonnie in, it takes a day sometimes to fill, and like that's not fun. And you can't really make money. Like you know, like that's why POP is bringing the class two, class two. He's gonna clean up, and it's gonna be fun. And I respect Casey because he's trying to do it the right way by going into one. But it's just no action there. No matter if you, you know, if you try to do it the right way or not, there's no action there. It's incredibly slow. And it's, you can't get mad at those guys for leaving, right? Because, like, just like you said, with those $2.50 races just sitting there for hours, man, it's like, what are we doing here? Like, a $2.50 race takes five hours to fill. It's like, geez, man. Yeah. It's rough. But not only that, even the free races take time to fill. Like on cl in class five or three or whatever, you get into a 1200 free, you know, before you click another another button, the race is already running. Yeah. You know what I mean? But with class one, I could get into a race with like seven, you know, out of 12 and be the eighth horse. And then I go get something to eat, come back an hour later. It's like 11, 12 still. I'm like, damn, a free one. So it's just like, you know, they got to do something with class one. So when you said, like, you're not running Bonnie Parker with the current, like, the way current things are, talk about that. Are you saying, like, your horse changed from two months ago to today? Like, what's what's the changes that happened with your horse? Well, I one change is that she's not hitting her top speeds anymore. Like, if she went from 112, you know what I mean, placing first a lot to, and placing 12th a lot to now, doing 12th and 6s and 5s and weird numbers that she never pulled before. She's doing that. And at the same time, I would – I don't mind, though. Like, when she used to be good, I still I was still race her the same way. Like, I would get into 1,800. That's the distance. I, you know, I'm going to stick to that now because I know she performs well there. So $2, $5, I'm still going to just throw her in there. Two, ten, five, twenty-five, fifty, hundred, whatever. She's getting in, just like you with diamonds. No matter what, you know, the price is, it don't matter to the horse. Like, if it's, if it's that day, he's going to win. Yes, sir. Like, it's, it's a love and hate relationship with those youths, man. I hope we have our day. I agree. But it's – I think those horses are perfect because if you know you can beat the best of the best, it's like – at least the way I look at it, it's like why would I ever get rid of this horse? Unless they, like, nerf it and fuck with it. If you know you can compete yeah. against the Z1s and the Z1s are, like, the, the, the golden standard of the game, it's like, man – just hold on to the horse, right? And just keep racing him if you know you can beat yeah. him. Yeah, you're gonna and fucking lose a, a lot, but you'll you'll the seasons. All right, let's go into that. How do you think those U shapes perform in seasons? Like what kind of season are you talking about though? Like when they change the meta, like change the how the horse performs or so on the roadmap they said that there's either gonna be free day to day racing to where you can race for like free prize pools, or there's gonna be a season to where you can enter your horse into like a X like time duration season and then however your horse does at the end of the season you're, you're like either ranked or you move on I'd have to look at the roadmap well, but they did say there was seasons coming 
Well, without Elo, I think seasons would be a bad idea for Bonnie or like any U shape because, you know, certain on time you win, you lose, you win, you probably lose points and stuff, you know, for coming 12th. But with Elo, I think U shapes will get some love because they won't class up that much. You know what I mean? Like they'll lose the donkeys and lose a whole lot of Elo, but then beat like, you know, Barack or somebody mm -hmm. and get, get Elo back. So it'll be fun. They'll be perfectly placed. It'll and be... I think what they should do is Elo by distance. That's what I think they should do. That'll stop a lot of bullshit. So Bonnie, because let's say your horses, Bonnie yeah. would be like a class one eighteen, but maybe like a class two thousand or like a class three thousand meters. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Whereas, like let's say let's take POP or whatever horse that has a high distance preference to the long side, to the twenty four. You know what I mean? That if that horse wins twenty fours. In that distance, the elo will be high. But then, if that horse gets into a thousand, you know it's trash, like because it's not a distance. And but the elo shouldn't be counting for each. You know what I mean? So downclassing would be kind of hard. Like yeah, because people can manipulate elo. Like oh, I'm a high, I'm a long distance. My elo is high in that. Let me just hit a thousand and bring it down. But with elo per distance, it won't happen because no matter what you do at thousand, it won't affect twenty four. So the best will stay at the best. You know what I mean? That's a good point. So I think that works out better. Because if you don't do Elo it by distance. distance, yeah, if you don't do it by distance, there's still a way to game it then is what you're saying. Yeah, there's always a way to game it. You just hit eight one thousands and, you know, you bring your ELO down to like class five level, even though you're POP level the horse. So I, I think ELO by distance would be, would be good. But wow. with a wide range, not too tight. I like that. And I like ELO in general because if, uh, I went and looked at Elo, and it had like diamonds ranked at like three hundred something, and I'm sure Bonnie's yeah. up there with him too. So it's like, man, yeah, yeah. You see the you see the top ten horses, and I'm like, all right, I've I've beat all of them, and then you see the horses you're next to on Elo. It's like, who are these horses? It's like, oh man, Elo's gonna yeah, be nice. Yeah, but it's the U shape, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's what I mean. Like oh, I remember man. when when um when I had Bonnie at a perfect position before all this tournament bullshit started. I had her at um at um eighty class points, you know. And I would ride that line, bro. Like 80, I would win a race. Like high, high um price Z uh high price C2, you know, like twenty five hundred dollar race. I would win that. And I would go to class one, then I would put her in a twelve hundred, and I would lose like come twelfth and be right in two and hit the high money. And I was riding that line for a long time until tournament started. And now I'm at three hundred and fifty class points. Mm. There's not nothing I can do now. But wait for Elo. Because this, I need 200 races just to get to class two. And you know, with you, Bonnie's going to win her down distance too. So get six points up, two points down, that's going to be a hassle. So I'm just chilling now. Just putting her any any free race, 2,600, I don't care. Maybe mess up somebody's run. <laughs> <laughs> you being like a Batman uh, trying to, yeah, you know. Just, yeah, I'm just throwing it to anything. Like if I, like if I see a race, like now I'm just, I'm just doing it for fun. So if I see a race in like class one, which – a person or a horse that I know, I'm like, oh, let me fuck with this guy. Let me put my, let me put body in right next to him. <laughs> <laughs> I do that same type of shit. So, um, going back a little bit, how do you like? How how do you tell this to your friends and family that you have a horse named Bonnie Parker? You got a stable that's named after like Upper Moon Racing. Like, yeah. How do you explain this to your friends outside of this game? Well, my my close friends know, but they don't know much. They just know I have horses. Like, I don't. I don't share too much about it because they're not going to get into it. And what's the point of me talking to them about it? You know what I mean? Like I told them exactly what it is and what they need to do. It's just not for them. 
And my my mother-in-law and my wife, and you know, they know about my horses because that's all I do. They told me that in my phone, like, you know, in the photos, is nothing but horses and screenshots of KYH or my baby. Mm. That's it. <laughs> that's my whole photos. So, so my yeah, my family knows about the horses. And, you know, you know they're a little crazy. They know about Bonnie. That's it. Even my baby knows about Bonnie. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, but I really talk to too many people outside of the thing, you know, like people at work. I talk to them about NFTs and tokens and stuff like that, but not said. Are you bullish on any other like play to earn games? Um, I'm bullish on a lot of ones that like, there's a lot of, you know, the blood two members, they'd be bringing a lot of um things in. Like we got Jack, Jack knows a lot. Jack, good boy from good boy. I do knows a lot, man. He's a smart, smart dude for being so young and anything he points me at, I'm aping in. Mm. You know what I mean? Jack and um, we got, we have Polka, we have Al, Alhambran, we got GVG in the chat. We got some killers, man. I, and, you know, speaking of the blood tool, I just want to say one thing about the blood tool. It's good to breed and to, you know, manage your stable and stuff like that. But the one thing people forget about blood tool is the discord. I think that's worth the one ETH without even the tool itself because you have some killers in there. We got KC Arbitrage. We got um the Moolah guys. We got GVG. We got um Zerga Farms as it came in. You know, we got Hunter from Archibald. We got every damn top stable in there. Mm. And everybody brings their experience. Not only Zed, but other NFTs, you know? So we all help each other. So I just want, I think that's that's worth more than the one ETH. Just yeah, being in that room. That makes sense. Because you're just getting alpha and you just get to like, you know, get to like, get to be a fly on the wall and listen to what these guys, yeah, what and, they're breeding or what they're buying, right? Yeah. And these guys are like, they're smart dudes. They put a lot of work in, you know, and they got money. So like combine that and you got a, <laughs> you got a crazy combination. How'd you feel? When, about when are you going to get into blood too? We need you in there. I don't got one ETH dog. I, I, Man, I'm telling you it's worth it. Just like, like just the alpha and stuff. Like you said, just the alpha from all these people who not only into Zed, but into like the crypto, you know? Like they're they're big names in crypto, like GVG, and like they can make markets move. Mm. So like I just like being in there talking shit. There's a lot of shit talking that goes on in there too. It's it's all fun and banter though I'm sure. Yeah no no it's always fun it's always love like you know like we trust each other we fucking we we trade you know thirty thousand thirty thousand dollar horses to each other without like you know be like oh yo without it's trust because it's BT, BT members everybody's mad cool so but yeah you know that's one thing people always forget that it's the discord that i think is more valuable than the tool itself mm, gotcha okay so let's go let's go into the roadmap a little bit let's say what you love the most about the 2022 roadmap and what you hate the most about the 2022 roadmap for zed run i think what i love the most is the des des token because I feel like I've put so much time into this game and like, I've never cashed out. I've been hoarding horses, you know, I started with like two or three. Now I'm at 50. So like, I'm thinking maybe the burn mechanic will be good too. So get get some kind of credit back and Des tokens or however they, they give it out. I think I should get a good amount. I've put time in, I've raced, you know what I mean? I got horses. I only have one Genesis though. I only have a Z3. That's it. So maybe that might hurt me. We know not having Genesis, but I think the roadmap is good. I like all of it. You know, I think Zed is really trying. Like 
they, they in the beginning they had a small team where it was hard for them to push stuff out, but I'm seeing them pushing stuff more stuff out and faster now. And the communication still sucks, but it's better than what it was before. You know? Like they're listening to the community. So I'm bullish on Zed and the roadmap. I I like all of it. I just think they shouldn't they need to communicate more about things that they change. Like stop doing secret ninja changes. And then only, you know, talking about it when they get found out. Tell us about it first. You know, we don't need BG to fucking investigate everything to make sure everything's running right. Just tell us ahead of, uh, ahead of time. Do you think they know? Do you think they know or what? do you think it's inadvertent? Like they, they changed something and then inadvertently horses got slower? Or do you think they purposely I think down it's bad either way. Okay. I think it's bad either way. Because if they know, and they that's kind of grimy. And if they don't know... That's kind of stupid mm-hmm. because, you know, like you're supposed to be running this. Mm-hmm. And I, I get I, I get it. People make mistakes and stuff, but just own up to it. Own up to it and move on and inform the community. Like we wouldn't we, we kept saying like me, Dan, everybody in blood to like, yo, something is different about these horses. Some of my donkeys are running better and some of my killers aren't running as well. And they kept saying, oh, no, you just you know, you just that's just in your mind, whatever. It's the competition, blah, blah, blah. And then none, and then data comes out and it proves that we were right. Because we race every day. We know what our horses. We know the little nuances, you know what I mean? Like we know what's what our horse is supposed to perform. And when you see something different, you're like, wait, hold up. So yeah, no, but I'm bullish on Zed. I'm with you hundred percent. Do you have any fears when it comes to this Zed token and how they're gonna use it for either entering races or just having it hold value because if we're going to be getting paid out in this right then we need this token to like not just straight shit the bed on the first day or down the road right yeah yeah no you're right you're right we need something we need we also need liquidity and we also need to have the token be valuable we don't want fucking you know like the whales or whatever they get massive amount of tokens and they just fucking flood the whole thing you know what i mean like where where devalue is it so I don't know. I don't. I'm not into all that. So I don't know. You wouldn't have to talk to somebody that's you know into that and how tokens work and how to keep like you know the supply at a certain value or whatever. I don't know any of that. So I'm not gonna pretend to talk about that. But I think they need to be careful how to implement this token because this is gonna be the livelihood of Zed. You know, this can make us rich or fuck up our investment. It could go either way. Just gotta do it smart. Yeah, it kind of eases some of my nerves that they're partnering with like people that have put out some tokens before, but it's still just like, man, like you guys gotta, yeah, you gotta get that. this right, right? Yeah, I think, but I think you know, I think Zed's gonna get things right. Like I've talked to, um, what's the name? I've talked to Chris, uh, or, or what's it, Ebbs? I talked to Ebbs. You know, I I talked to him in person, and you know, when I was talking to him, I can tell him people are bullshitting. But Ebbs was passionate. Like, he wants, like, all the good stuff that we want, he wants it too. Like, he's trying to push it out. So when I when I talked to him in person, that's when it put me at ease. Like, all right, this guy's as passionate as me. Like, you know, he understands that we have money in this, like, big money. Not, not me, but, like, other people have millions in this. And, you know, you can't just mess around and just start changing things like that. And we had a long conversation. And, well, from what I remember, because I got fucked up that night. Mm-hmm. After I talked to Ebbs or whatever, I got I, I don't remember. I ended I woke up at home <laughs> at like three in the morning without my car. So, you know, but that's okay. another story. But not nah, when I talked to the staff, they 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 are passionate and they wanted to succeed. You know, it's not just like some bullshit that they're gonna throw to the side. Nah, but after talking to them, that's when I changed my tune. That's when I'm like, you know what? Things will happen when they happen. There's no point in trying to rush Zed for you know personal benefit now. When in the long run, if they take their time and do it, 
everybody will be good regardless. Everybody that's in now is going to be good because not only just for the horses, but the knowledge that you acquired, mm. you know, racing and learning and going through all these ups and downs, you know, going through flames, going through odds, going through uh, position placement for horses, you know, seeing paid races, seeing how a horse doesn't pay, how it doesn't free, you know, like all this information that we have now. So I'm, I'm very bullish on Zed. And it gives you and you it gives you an edge because then you have those connections that you can leverage, right? Like if you've been in the game, you know Dan Chan, you know all these guys in the blood tool, you can leverage those connections for breeding deals to whereas the new guy coming into the game, like he's still gonna have to go and make those connections to go and meet yeah. all of these people, right? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, like you like you're right, connections matter. Like in the, when I'm in the chat. I can go to any one of these guys, Hunter, Archibald, GVG, or whatever. And if they have a Z1 that I really like that I want to breed, you know, those guys are very open. They'll be like, all right, come on. You know, they'll give you a good deal and everything. Like, it's it's all family. Like, and then the next time, you know, all right, oh, I got a nice female. You got a nice male. Let's, you know, let's trade babies and all that. So, you're yeah, right. Connections do matter. Connections definitely matter because you get some good deals with connections, you know. And you can do trades. So for the general audience, how do you go about breeding deals? Is it that say you have, okay, well, let's just go for like me, me and your breeding deal for, for, um, for example. So do you, if you have the Philly, do you just split the breeding fee with the person? And then you say like, like I get one offspring this month, you get the one next month and we split the fee or like I'll pay the first yeah. one. And then like, how, how do you go about this it? Cause I'm bad way, with logistics. The way I do it. Well, the way I do it is anybody I'm doing a breeding deal with, I'm, I'm already cool with them. They're already my boys. So it's not like I'm trying to get over them or trying to profit or anything like that. Like, let's say, let's just say me and you breed diamonds and Bonnie, right? I like to make things easy. So for like, let's say she comes up and I breed it with diamonds. I get a baby. I send it to you. Right. And then the next time I breed with diamonds, I, I get the baby and we just split the breeding cost. Mm. That's it. All equal. There's no like, oh, I want more money or I want profit or I want the baby first. Or if it's a filly, I want it. None of that. Like if I tell you, yo, you get the first baby, boom. As soon as you put diamonds in, I breed it. I get the baby. I send it to you. Next time, same shit. And then we just figure out like how much, how many, how much, what did it cost all together between each of us? And we just split it. Mm, okay. And I we like just that. get a baby. You know what I mean? I like that. There's no like, oh, I think Bonnie's baby deserves this and that. You should pay me more. Nah. If we're going to do a straight up deal, we do a straight up deal. I like that. Just like I was doing it with um Breathless Edge. But then Poseidon did some, I don't know what he did. Because he I missed Bonnie's cycle because I, I actually sent him Bonnie to breed with Breathless Edge. That was supposed to be her first breed when breeding opened. And he had it and her thing reset two days after I sent it. So I missed the reset. And then he's and then he said that Breathless got sniped. When he and I'm like, damn, you got three babies. I mean you got two babies. Bonnie was supposed to be the first one. Mm. But no, nah, no, nah, but it was but the, what I'm saying is the deal was the same. You know what I mean? No bullshit haggling, none of that. Like, you want a baby, I get a baby, you get a baby. That's it. We done. And we pay equal. Take the total fee at the end, split it in half, and yeah, then there you split go. it and that's it. Yeah. You know, take out the Z discount or whatever and split it and that's it. Okay, cool. Because I, I, I'm really bad with, like, logistics and trying to break it down. But now that you said it, like, really simple like that, it, it makes sense to me. Like, that that makes a lot of sense. Well, I only do the deals with people I know. You know what I mean? It's, I don't, like, like 
no strangers and stuff because right. honestly crypto i don't really trust but anybody that i know i i even say Yo, i'll send you the first baby like i don't really don't care you know what i mean because i know i'm gonna get the baby back next time and hopefully i get a good one but it doesn't matter if it's a philly cult whatever deal's a deal you know what i mean you were so i like to make it fair and simple gotcha you're shooting for a uh, super coat with poseidon breathless edge i was shooting for whatever man i was shooting for just the names i guess you know what i mean like I don't even think I would have run ran that horse if it was a super coat between Bonnie and Breathless Edge, because I know Breathless Edge produces donkeys, and Bonnie sometimes she she hits she's hit or miss. So I wasn't, but the, just the name itself, I could sell the baby or sell the bloodline down the future. You know what I mean? Just like if Bonnie and Diamonds Z4 suck, <laughs> Z4 exclusives suck. Like if if they hit, they hit with a very small chance. But at the same time, I like. I like to have a kid from Bonnie and Diamonds. You know what I mean? Even if it sucks, it's just cool to have that blood together. Two of the, like, you know, killer 1800, 1600 mid runners in C1 having babies is just cool. Even if the baby's a donkey. Right. And, and who knows? It could be a breeder. Exactly. That's what I'm looking for. With the Z4s, that's, that's what I'm looking for right there. Like, I was looking and it was saying, like, Bonnie and Diamonds are, like, the best, like, Z2 legendaries when it comes to, like, breeding or just racing in general. And then when I look yeah. at the Z4 exclusives, like personally with them, I haven't had any luck with them being racers. But if you get like a Z4 exclusive and then you go and plug it in or a Z4 exclusive Philly, plug it into like yeah. a Z6 Genesis and get like a Z10 yeah. uh, Finny yeah. exclusive. Like, no, those are cool. Yeah. I that's like what I want no, right there. I like Z4s as a base. I'll give you that. Z4 exclusive. I like it as a base because my favorite thing to hit with a Z4 exclusive is a Z3 um, Jenny. Because... They're cheap enough where, you know, like 0.05 or whatever the minimum is for a, for a Zabo. You can get some really good breeders for that. And you, it's a low Z. And a Zabo into a Z4 exclusive, you make a Z7 Zabo. Those things, man, they could hit. So, so that's yeah. that's why you went and bought the Genesis to plug it back into your Z4s? Well, the Genesis is a female. Okay, so then... What do you? So, I, I picked oh, the Z4s. I, I picked okay. the Z3s. I used the blood tool mating uh, 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 tool, and I picked the Z3s off of that, off the mating mating app. I just go in there, I plug it in, I plug in um, uh, Zabo Genesis, and it'll give me every Zabo Genesis that's in um stud, and it'll place it by highest ranked breeder to lowest rank. You know what I mean? So if I see, if I go in there, just for example, I go in there and I see a Z3 stallion and it's there you know for like 0.05 or whatever the minimum is and then i'm like oh that's pretty good and then i see that breeding score you know like a 2.0 or something i'm definitely hitting that and it just makes it easier i don't have to go look at every damn you know baby and everything and this and that i just i see the score i see that okay it's been breeding consistently good boom hit it and then that's it and let the chips lie where they may if there's if there's a horse like yeah. Any horse in the game that was charging like a ridiculous fee that you would be willing to pay just because that horse is in stud, what horse would it be? Like you'd be willing to pay two thousand dollars for a stud fee on this horse. I've paid ridiculous fees. Like I, I just I don't think there's any horse that I would pay ridiculous fees though now. From now, now I don't think so. Maybe like okay fee, but not ridiculous. There's not one horse that I would pay because you it's still a gamble. Mm -hmm. You still got to hit that distance preference lotto. You still got to hit that variance lotto. You might have good base ability because, you know, the guy's a good breeder or whatever. But at the same time, you got to hit. So 
why would I spend that much money on one hit when I could use that money to maybe get five? So that means I have five chances to hit that lotto. You know what I mean? Like there's no, no like special horse that I would pay up for now. Nope. But I would make deals with the owners, but I would not pay. I'm not, I would not pay for a Z1 anymore. Point two. And those days are gone. <laughs> those days are long gone. I like how you said it's I'm, a game. I'm hitting just minimum. Yeah. I'm hitting just, I'm hitting all minimums. That's it. Because there's so many, there's so many um in stud with good breeding scores. Why the hell am I going to pay 0.2? Because your horse produces consistent offsprings here and there. When I know another horse with the same breeding score that does the same thing. And I have about the same chances. Am I going to pay like 10 times more? No, I'm done with paying up. <laughs> yeah. It, it makes sense because like, yeah, you know it's still a gamble, right? And, like, we all know nothing is guaranteed in this game. Like, if it was guaranteed, yeah. then, okay, maybe it makes some sense to go and pony up that stud fee. But if it's not guaranteed, yeah. it's like, what are we doing here, right? No, of course. The, the way the, the way that Dan explains to me, like, the edge that we have is he's – and it makes sense that he says, like, out of 10 horses that you breed, the the baseline, like, people, like, in, like the average will be one is good out of 10, right? But if you could get that to two out of 10, that's a crazy edge because hmm. that'll compound. You know what I mean? And that's what we're doing with blood tool. We're not saying that blood tool is going to breed you a monster every time, but it's going to give you a better percentage to breed a good horse than you would if you just do it randomly. And breeding is a lot of randomness in there, but there's also stuff that you can do. Look at, I mean, if breeding was all random, you wouldn't have top breeders. You wouldn't have Diamond Hands. You wouldn't have Alhembrin. You wouldn't have GVG. You wouldn't have these guys that consistently breed good horses. You know, they're not just lucky. I mean, a little bit of luck, but it's a lot of hard work. We can't discount all the hard work that and research that goes into it. So I hate when people say breeding is random because they're discounting all the hard work others have put in already. Just because you can't figure it out doesn't mean it's random. Let's go. So, yeah. Let's go into Z two legendaries. Do you think those are yeah. random? Because I've heard everybody say they can't figure out how to consistently breed like good Z two legendaries. How do you think? What do you think? Like that one is. Do you think it's the same as any my, other horse, or like those ones are special? No. This this is my theory for those types of horses. A Z two legendary is gonna be the best bred horse you could breed in the game of Zed. It's going to be the best, but it's two things with them. Either they're killers or they're straight donkeys because they can't compete in uh, C2. You know what I mean? A lot of them can't compete in C2, and they're just done. But when they hit, they hit. So the percentage of them hitting is low, but the strength with, with, with the hit when they do hit is crazy because those Z2s can't compete with any Z1. If you hit, you hit. But it's going to it's a very small percentage of you hitting because a lot of those will be donkeys. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. I came into I the think discord. If, if I was to buy, I was just buy Z twos. If I want to play like long game where I want a consistent, like, like a, like a tourney where a top tier horse, a Z two would be the way to go all the time. Out of 20, one might be good, but that good is real good. Right. I remember you, you telling you me money that on 19. early nope. days, early days. I hopped into the Discord. I'm like, yo, 
I got this horse named Diamonds. You're like, we got lucky, bro. You're like, you don't see all the people that lose. Like, it's only like me, you, Dank, and a couple other people. But there's a whole lot of yeah. G2s that aren't on that caliber. Look how long we've had our reign. Look how long we've had our reign. Six, seven months. And, you know, you see Z2s that pop up that are good here and there. Like, you know, of uh, uh, what's it? Foxy Siren. That's, that's in Z3. But Miss Universe. You got these horses that pop up and they're good. But it's hard for Z2. Like the percentage is very low because there will be influx every month of Z2s, like good ones, but we don't see that many, you know? We definitely don't see like Diamonds, Bonnie, we're still up there, Dank. We're still up there, like Elite. We haven't been taken over by other Z2s. Like there comes one and two here and there, but like I say, it takes time. So I think we should be good. I agree with you, and I think uh, that's what makes me feel comfortable. Is like you, you see, Z twos are made every month, right? But it's hard to make one of the caliber of Bonnie Diamonds. Who do we have yeah. now? We got Double Malt, which is a new one. Evergreen Gates is a Z three. Evergreen legendary. is monster. Yep. Yeah. So there's some, but it's very slow that they trickle in, right? And it's and it's expensive to to hit. Those are big ticket lottos. I mean. The only way to stack your bets is if you got a stable full of Z1s and you're just cranking them out all day. And, you know, it doesn't cost you that much. But for someone to try to buy Z2s all the time, you know, it's a big ticket lotto. You got to pay big bucks for that lotto. I mean, not anymore, like 0.5. It's still a lot, though. 0.5 is still a lot. I paid 2 and, you know, 2.5 for my Z2s mm. back in the day. Mm. You know, I, I bought a, I bought a, I, I was like, oh, I bought a super rare coat Z2 female. I was like, oh, wow. You know, I, I paid two point something for that. And someone was trying to buy it for four one time. And I was like, nah, I'm good, you know. And now, it's the, you know, I can't even sell it. But I did buy a Z2 the other day. I bought a, um, a corn silk Z2, a male. And I don't see corn silk a lot. Like corn silk, papaya whip, those are hard to see. Like those things don't get passed on. You see stronghold ivory a lot. You see, you know, a ghost, arctic ghost or whatever, stuff like that. But. So I still like coats. I don't know. Hopefully they do something with coats because I, you know, I was hedging my bets by getting Z2 super rares. So like when I breed, even though if it's a colt, it might have a rare coat and sell for more, a little bit more. And it was working until it wasn't anymore. Do you like the colts? Because with a horse like Bonnie Parker, you're having to continuously put money into this game to get offspring and then sell from there. And then with the colt, you can just put it in the stud barn and get passive income. Like, what is the pros and cons of a colt versus a filly? Well, you? there is no there is no passive income anymore for uh, any legendary colts. Like you might have passive income for a Jenny, a Z two Jenny, or a Z one Jenny, or Z three Jenny. You know, someone will hit it for minimum. But it's basically all my Z two males now are just in house because nobody's hitting them. When when it first came out breeding, I had a, a midnight black Z two. I put them in there for point one five. It was gone in three seconds. I was like, oh, damn. Then I put my Z2 on super rare uh, Stronghold Ivory in there, and it was gone. So I'm like, oh, I'm good. But the next month, nobody hit. And like, damn, just sat there, sat there, sat there. So I think my strategy is now is I got a pretty good breeding stable. So all my Z4 exclusives that I'm making now is just all in-house. I send them all my Colts to other stable, and I just hit them with every female, man. It cost me what it cost me cheap. It doesn't cost me much, and I just run all those horses through tourneys and Hopefully, I get lucky. What's the best horse you bred using the blood tool? Uh, damn. So, oh shit. Uh, well, I, Blade Moon was pretty good. Someone just bought it. Fuck. 
like you just got just the notification or something? Yeah, someone just bought it for point three four. <laughs> That's funny. Like he's qualified. He's like top one hundred now in in um, what you call it, top one hundred um marathon right now. So whoever bought that horse, man, good luck. I think I'll be following. I think that's the play. I was talking with one of my buddies and we were saying like um you could have a horse and be in like class 1 and race but it's going to be a damn hard time to get it to qualify or you could breed a horse, get it to qualify and then offload it from there because you don't have to take the risk of downclassing it after the tournament and you're giving the buyer like an opportunity to win some money in the tournament. Yeah. Like like this horse right now, like if this horse wins the tournament, I will not be mad. Or if it goes far, I would not be happy for the person that bought it because that was the whole plan to breed good horses. And, you know, and I was selling this horse, this horse I had put up on Twitter after four races. I was like, look, I'm selling this horse for 0.34, 0.34. And it's, I'll, I'll give you your money back guaranteed if it doesn't qualify. And after three, four races, I had already made that guarantee. And then no one bit. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to keep running this horse. And now that I qualified it, someone actually bought it. Mm. <laughs> well, whoever bought it, man, good luck. Hopefully you get, you know, it brings you some good luck. I think that's I think that's the play, man. Breed, get them qualified, sell. Because then it's just, like, it leaves room for that buyer to make some money. Or, like, there's the allure that you can sit down on whatever yeah. day this is and just watch the, the horse run in the tournament, right? Yeah, because the work is done. Now, you know the horse isn't a complete donkey. It's got placement. Now, you might get lucky. And if you don't win that, right, and it's a distance horse, like like Blade Moon is a, is a 22, 24. I think Dan and, and KC told me it was a mid, but it's just it could go either way. But I went, I went, I was already in, um, you know, long distance. So, but a horse like that that qualified now has only got like 25 races altogether ever. And let's see, even if it doesn't go far, what you could do with that horse is downclass it to like three and try to qualify again next tournament or whatever, another tournament. Now you got a horse that can compete in tourneys as long as you downclass it to like to, to starting because this horse started what class four It's a Z3, Z6. So I think class four and I ran it up to class two, but it qualified. So like you could buy that horse, qualify, do whatever and win money. And then when it's done, you got time, you got a pity point or you got some other kind of tourney. You got to sit that tourney out while you downclass that horse mm. and you'll be ready for the next tourney. And if you bring that horse to five, like to, to zero points, you could run it up to, you know, class three and be in a tourney and be in a good position when they do the um, placement. That's another thing I don't like. I don't like that they place doing with ranking numbers. It should be seated. Uh, yeah. Because the best like, are going against the best in the first round. Yeah. Remember that one race when the first tournament, it was like 24, where it was just straight monsters, straight P.O.P., Breathless Edge, like just straight killers in one race, first round. And like seven, oh, I forgot how many, wait. Like, yeah, like 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 nine of them were eliminated right off the bat. Mm -hmm. and I think they should seed it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think they should do it just ranking where, you know, you rank, you got, you got 350 rank points and, you know, you rank with everybody else that's up there. I think it should be, like like the top best and then put half top best half like bottom best you know something like i don't know i don't know but a different ranking system than this no i i agree 100% like you don't want i always use it as like a march madness reference like you don't want duke playing north carolina in the first round like what are we doing yeah. here you want that in the final exactly. round 
And like, and that gives the opportunity. Like, yes, people say like Z ones are gonna win this tournament, but they also forget that they're going up against Z ones in that first round to even make it past quarterfinals. But um, yeah. like, if 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 you spread it out and you seed it, that's when you get the true Cinderella stories, right? Like, because when a Z fourteen beats Breathless Edge in his tournament race, and then like everybody's gonna be paying attention to his semifinals to see if he can keep Hell winning yeah. and make it to the grand finals, right? Like that's where you get the Cinderellas. Yeah, because I understand Zed wants everybody to make money and stuff like that, but we want to have these tournaments to be exciting. I'm not saying like you know I want just the Z ones to win and everything like that, but I think it should be more fair. Because to tour Z1 owners too, and like any anyone with a Z, elite C1 horse, because these tourneys are so hard for those horses. Because one, you gotta battle in C1 first just to qualify, and now that you're qualified, first round you up against Jumbo, you up against you know like v, what rhymes with Venus, you up with these monsters, you up with a uh, Barack third head in the first race. So then now you have to beat them. And then the next round is a little easier because the bottom round comes up. You know what I mean? It shouldn't be. It should be the opposite. The first round should be easiest, and then it should get harder as you progress. Not you. You know, you fight fucking Goro in the first round, and you gotta go <laughs> like in the finals. Just a cakewalk. Nah, I think it should be. I don't know how they should do it, but it should be. I think a little fair for C1 horses. A hundred percent. Because I remember last time I was in my quarterfinals. I'm like, fuck. I got Valerie. I got all these monster horses. Then we go into semifinals. <laughs> I'm like. I've never seen these goddamn horses in my life. Yeah, like, that's what, what I mean. Right? It's like, what are we doing here? And it gives like, I don't know. I just, I, I but I think Zed will improve on everything that we, because they're listening, you know? And we have these dialogues on Twitter where, you know, Dan starts it or someone else starts it and everybody jumps in and everybody gives their input. And I, I really believe that Zed is listening and they, they really are trying. So, you know, if you're trying, then I, I got nothing but respect for you. I'm with you. But if you're bullshitting and slacking and, you know, trying to lie and, you know, try to trick people and be like, oh, nah. But if you're just honest up front, like, all right, this is what's happening. This is what we're having problems with. We're working on this. What do you guys think? What do you guys think we should do? And then, you know, let's implement it. So, but I think it's going in good directions, man. I'm happy for that. A hundred percent. So last questions for you, man. If you had half an ETH, yeah. you were coming into the, today's market, you had no horses, but you understood the game and you have half an Ethereum. What are you going to go get to start your stable? I'd buy as many Z5 legendary Zabos as I can. Why? We're good um, because I think Z5s start off at the perfect um, class thing. Start off in class four, I think. Or is, class, is it class four? I'm not sure. It's class four or class two, but they start off low. Lower than a lot lower than Z4 because the Z4 starts in three, I think, and it hit too fast. But a legendary Z5 Zabo, I think, with 0.5 ETH, you could buy maybe three. I don't know. I don't know what the prices are right now, but I'm pretty sure you could get a deal. So I would go on Blood Tool, find like fine bread, go into the fine bread, and find the ones that have the highest uh, combined parent score. And just buy them and then run them and, you know, hopefully get lucky. But I would buy females though. Females, Zabo legendaries. Because at the end of the day, you could, let's say if you want to spend money, you, you hit a Z1, mm -hmm. you get a Z6 exclusive. You could hit a Z2, you could hit a Z3. And it's still be low enough. You know what I mean? Not getting those big numbers. Stay under 10. And still get a monster C1 racer or C2 racer. Because I, I, I believe as, as you go over 10, like Z11, Z12s, yes, you're going to have ones that hit like good. But you, it's hard to get an elite Z1 racer out of those. I think you got to stay under, under like 8 or 7. You know what I mean? 
No, I like that. It's hard to see a Z Z20 being a class one. You've seen Z20s that are monsters, yeah, but like in class three at the most or class two. But there is no elite. If you want elite, elite, you got to stay in those low Zs. I'm with it. Did you think about that getting into the game? Like when you first got into the game, did you always think the low Z number would matter? No. I didn't know anything about it when I first got into the game. I just wanted in. I honestly, to be honestly true, I wanted to get Z10s off drop because they were like 120 and sell them again for like a thousand because I wanted to build my bankroll in the beginning. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like one horse is not really going to do it. I got to find ways to flip that horse or whatever and make money so I can have more money to buy more and then, you know, have a compound and then expand from there. So I wasn't really even looking at Z, uh, low Zs. I was, I was dreaming. I was like, oh, I wish I had a Z2 legendary or something like that, like Onaka, you know? Like, I, it was cool and all, but I knew my limitations. I wasn't going to, you know, break the bank trying to get one. I think I, I, I had more fun flipping up. Like, you, you feel more accomplished once you flip up to that thing. Or instead of fucking calling your bank and saying, oh, can I deposit this and, you know, I'll buy this. And I don't got it like that, so I can't do that. <laughs> no, I got to hustle. Yeah, it's better. You hustled, you made some moves, right? Like you flipped this, flipped that, yeah. moved to this, moved to that. All right, now you we're learn. up here. Exactly, right? It's not just like writing a check and then you be like, oh, I'm good. No, nah, you learn. You went through all the ups and downs. So you're, you know, you're smarter, you're better, you're tougher. Mm -hmm. So I like it, man. I like the journey. If I gave you the keys to Zedron, you can change one thing. You can bring back odds, take away fatigue, take away whatever you want, or bring back whatever you want, or add whatever you want. What would you change to Zedron and why? I would do odds. Because with odds, there's more buyer confidence in selling horses. Like when you're selling horses on Hawk, you or whatever, with odds, you know. Like with odds, like they say it, it says it tells too much, but with flames, there is no buyer confidence. Either the horse has to be a monster monster or it's a donkey. There's no in-between. There's no way to evaluate horses that are in-between. You know what I mean? Like, you can't tell. So, like, with odds or not even odds, something that evaluates our horses more, that gives us more information if the horse is good or not. So people can price their horse, horses properly. Because right now, no one's buying anything. You either buy an unraced or you buy a monster. There's no in-between because there's no confidence. You don't know if you're getting played or not. But with odds, it's hard to be like, oh, no, nah. like, you know, it's pulling, um, you know, sub-10s in class two. That's a good horse. And you know what, where to value it at. With other sub-10, you know, class two ones. Here, it runs flames all, the, all day, but runs fourth. Like, what is that? Mm. How much is that horse worth? So I think I would bring back odds just to put, like, more accurate value on horses. I like that. Okay. I would I'll play devil's advocate with you a little bit. So if if we have odds and we have guys like arbitrage like wouldn't that still like don't we go back to August at that point to where they can spot a horse like super quick and tell it's going to be really good off of one or two races? Uh, well, speaking of KC, I think he could do that now and I think without odds he's actually more stronger mm. because now the the playing field isn't even because he knows his shit. So odds would actually help us common folk evaluate horses good. Mm. We're in the dark. Casey still knows what, what horse is what. <laughs> I think it'd be better with odds. I think, it, you know, it wouldn't make Casey much more of a monster than he is already. It's hard to go higher than he is already. That dude is smart, man. Yeah, he's a smart guy. 
that dude, he, he knows how to evaluate horses and stuff. Like, and he's a good dude. Every time I hit him up, any questions I got, like, hey, KCT, what you think about this horse mid or long? He'll answer me right away, you know? So I don't think odds will actually make him stronger. I think it'll, it'll make everybody else stronger. Actually, we you know, we might catch horses before him mm. with odds. Mm. He's got to be with up flames, all night. it's different. Yeah, you got to be up all night and you know, you got to watch the, the. I'll give you a, a tip the way to find a good horse to value a good horse is watch some monsters run and watch any like random horse that pulls a flame in those horses and you start going back from there. Mm. Like, I remember, I remember, um, I was trying to get into that, right? I, I pulled up, um, POP one time and I was going through her races and I was going through races where she didn't flame. And I would look at the other horses that did flame. And I, I remember I saw sleepy dust one time and I was like, Oh shit, you know, it's for sale for three. And I was like, Oh damn, you know what? In the morning I might buy this horse because it thing flamed over like POP or something like that, or one of their horses. And I was like, Oh, this is good. This is good. Next morning when I woke up, I went to go look at it. Dan had bought it already. Damn it. And I and, and usually any horse I find, I tell Dan, like, oh, Dan, look at this horse. Look at this horse. I didn't want to tell him because I'm going to buy this shit. And then this motherfucker had it already in the morning. What do you say when but you yeah, hit man. him up in the morning? He was like, yeah, I bought that. He was like, it's pretty good. It's okay. I'm like, fuck out of here. It's okay. You pay three ETH, motherfucker. You cheap ass. <laughs> Dan is cheap. Dan will not pay full price for any horse. Like, he would have me. Like, there would be a horse that's on sale for 0.15. It's worth like 0.35. But the fact that's on sale for 0.45, he'll offer 0.12. He never pays full price. <laughs> so when he buys full price, you know you gotta watch out. Like, gotcha. oh damn, that horse is good. Yeah, hit yeah. the buy now. No offers, no nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, none of that. Yeah. All right, man. Last question for you. If you had an unlimited yeah, unlimited budget, you could own any horse. Not like no horses that you already own. But if this person was yeah. willing to sell your horse their their horse for whatever price and you could buy it. What horse would you buy in Zed Run and why? I would, um, honestly, I would go and buy P.O.P. Just the fact that that horse wins tourneys and wins money. You know what I mean? It's a well-known horse and it's easy to control. I don't know how easy. I never ran it, but it seems like it's easy to control, you know, to drop it. And you could drop it into any, 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 um, any tourney, any, any big money race. And, for a race that I would buy POP, but for um, a breeder, I would want an unyielding mm. Z1 Stallion. I think it's one of the best breeders in the game. Who has unyielding and, bread? Um, unyielding as bread. I don't even know. I don't, I, I don't know the babies that they bred, but I do remember that when I found unyielding, I was looking through the blood tool, um, a breeder, um, breeder list, like the master list with the best breeders. And I looked at Z1 and Unyielding was up there. And then I talked to uh, Donkey Teeth. He owns him, I think. And I was like, yo, um, I found this Unyielding horse. He's like, I know it's good. And I'm like, yo, let's up and make a deal. And he's like, yo, it's booked up for six months by Doofy. And then it's going to be booked up by fucking um, Kirk from Crimson. So I'm like, dang, I can never get in. And since I'm cool with Diamond, I'm not going to snipe it. Because my whole plan was to uh... snipe the shadow care. Who you got deals with? I'm getting in there. But then I heard it was... Yeah, deals with Kirk, so I'm like, Kirk's my oh, boy. I'm not gonna shit. play him out. <laughs> uh, but I don't care. I snipe. Go make a burner account real quick. Go throw a horse in there. <laughs> well, I snipe from mine. I snipe from my thing. I, it is what it is. You put your horse in stud, and I get it. I get it. It's fair. But if game. you're cool with me, and you know, I can't, you know, 
Like I remember, you know, heroin, right? Yeah. Heroin. Um, I remember how I met him and when breeding first uh, opened. I sniped to Z1 with with I like a Z5 or something like that. Like as soon as because I had the the sniper open and the blood tool, and I sniped it. And then he messages me. He's like, "Bro, how were you so quick? Like you got my horse." And then I was like, "Oh, you think that's cool? Watch this." So I went. I I named the unnamed foal heroin, mm. <laughs> and I sold it to him. So I sniped him, and then he bought this whole and own, own horse back because uh, I named it his stable. Dirty. But we've been friends from there. Like there was no hard feelings or anything like that. We just laugh about it. But nah, I'm not sniping. I don't care, unless I know you. You know. Even then, it's like, hey man, you better you better get that out of stud quick because if it's in there at minimum, it's liable to be oh, yeah, hit, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I hit them up, and then they're like, oh, can I take one? It's there right now. And if they have it booked up, like, oh, now we got it booked up, ah, I fall back, you know, maybe next time. Because people will respect that. You reach out and, you know, be like, oh, yo, I see it in stud. I don't want to just hit it. Uh, you know, are, is it reserved? They'd be like, nah. Or even if they say reserved, I think they'll respect you for reaching out. So next time when it is in stud or whatever, they'll be like, hey, yo, I got this in stud. You want to, you know, get a baby? Yeah. Man, he's got his horse booked up like Drake, dude. Damn, for a year. Oh, this horse booked up. Is hooked up. Unyielding is hooked up. Damn. But it's a good horse, man. It's a good breeder. You got. That's why I agree that you know breeding ability is real. You got any questions for me? Um, what should I? What's your next move? Like, I know you got diamonds and stuff, but like, you, we we got lucky with our Z twos, right? So like, it, 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 we got luckier than the normal person coming into Zed because they don't like these Z twos actually helped us build not only our names but some ETH too, you know, by winning and stuff with babies and whatever. So what's your next plan? Are you looking to get Jennies or like are you trying to be like arbitrage where you're just buying you know racers and just running through them for money, or are you more of a breeder? I think. I think it's probably going to be more of a breeding breeding game for me. I don't have the bankroll to like just go and scout or even compete against these guys on offering on horses. So like I'll Same. leave I'll leave Same. that to them, right? <laughs> it's like it's too much on that part. But when it comes to breeding, like I know I have a good I look at it as as it, like as a base. Like diamonds is a good base yeah. to a pyramid, right? So like I can build yeah. I can build something off of this. So now what I'm looking to do is I'm reaching out to people like you with Bonnie Parker or Bella Dank. So I'm looking to go get some yeah. of the other like best Z2 bloods, make some Z4 exclusives and then breed those exclusives, try to get fillies and then breed those fillies back into like a Genesis Finny or something yeah, no, and make like plan, man. 10 through 11 exclusive finnies with diamonds and then some of the other top z2 legendaries in the game yeah that's a good plan that's a good plan have a nice base build out the bloodlines and then you know as as you breed more you'll see which ones of your breeders are more consistent you know what i mean that's a good plan i like that i'm just i'm just trying to figure out like what z numbers go to best together is it like a z4 exclusive and like a z6 finny genesis or is it like the z11s are like the best offspring finny exclusive i'm just trying to figure out like the best I'll tell you later. Pieces. Okay. I'll tell you. Right. Uh, we'll reach out to me, and I'll look into that. And I'll let you know. I got you. I'm gonna take you a know, guess. And I'll tell you what. And say it's the yeah. ten through twelve Finny exclusives are probably the best. Z twelve Finnies are pretty good. Z twelve Finnies and ten are pretty good. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right, man. And I'll tell you one thing. Diamonds is a good breeder. I looked him up. When he reached out, I, I had to look him up. I mean, I would I would have bred regardless, even if it wasn't, but. So I, you know, I think he can build a good, good um, 
good base. He's a good base because not only is he has good variance, he's a good runner, but he's a mid and he flames a lot. That means he has high base ability, you know. So that means you've got all those boxes checked for a good breeder. Right. You just got to hit that distance and variance lotto now. So, yeah. Good, man. I'm looking forward to it. 100%. Me too, man. I'm excited to see what we can make. And, um, yeah, man, I had a great time talking to you today. It was nice meeting you. you got, Same, man. You got anything else? No, nah, man, I'm finally happy to be on. You know, I've been flaking for days, but, you know, I got a young baby and stuff. So I had to come out the car just to talk to you. I'm like, I can't I can't flake on this brother again. Hey, it's all good, man. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on. And, yeah, man. Um, yeah, Thank man, you for having I'll be me, in bro. contact. Yeah, no problem, dog. Yeah, man. Peace. Have a good one. What up, Avon? Appreciate that. Appreciate that, Andy Mack. I appreciate you guys. Souls Vanish, Edward, Lucky Jack. Uh, who else we got in here? Mundo, Bad Crockett, Falcon, Prim, Sniper. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Let me pull up the chat real quick, and then uh, we'll probably we'll see if we can't get some races going on today. Let's see if we can't do that real quick. Uh, let me pop out the chat. Another great one. Nice work. Uh, appreciate you, my dog. I appreciate your souls. Thanks for tuning in. Dallas, appreciate you, my dog. I see you making moves out there on the on the Genesis market. Good shit, homie. Um, let me pull up chat on the main screen, and then we'll get rolling. Fucking A. I hit the wrong button. Select all. Delete. Was uh was the video laggy at all? That's something I've been working on is trying to uh, get the video lag to stop. Uh, I think I fixed it, but I'm not 100% sure if I fixed it or not. So you guys just let me know if the video was laggy at all during the stream. And if it wasn't, then we're good to go. All right, let's pull up Zed Run if we can. Galaxy Racing, what's up, my dog? Let me close this book. No, things were super smooth. Bet. Appreciate you, Avon. Thanks for tuning in. Good stream last night, Avon. Good stream. I like your streams, man. Got me wanting to sip on some White Claws, man. <laughs> I normally don't drink White Claws, but I don't know. You drinking them last night, I'm like, damn, I want to go get a pack of White Claws or something. Uh, awesome stream as always. I appreciate you, Crockett. He says, was good for me. All right, appreciate it. Not lagging at all. Fine for me. Thanks, man. No problem, Avon. No problem, dog. No problem. And then uh, the dude you rated, Taco, holy shit, that dude was funny. Like, uh, just his whole stream setup, from top to bottom, that was hilarious. Bro, we were just smashed, we, bro, we just smashed claws uh, at, the, at the house. That's funny. That's funny. Get some good insight. Got some good sight in that interview. Uh, great content. I'm glad you guys did. I'm glad you guys got something out of it. I definitely got something out of it, especially with the breeding deals. Like, I, I don't know why that's so confusing for me, like the logistics of a breeding deal. But when he just said, like, yeah, you take whatever you guys paid at the end, split it in half. There you go. I'm like, all right, that makes sense to me. Uh, taco stream setup is a freaking party. Yeah, man, he's got he's got <laughs> it really is a party, dude. 
He's got like the the sit down screen. He's got the good music. He's got the good overlays. But then when he like stands up and he does all that, all the goofy shit, dude, I was, oh my god, I may have shed like one or two tears just laughing last night. Um, but we'll see if we can hop in some races today. I don't know if I honestly don't even really know if I need to race today. Um, just drop a like button for me if you guys are still in here. Just drop a like, hit the subscribe button if you haven't. Helps your boy out a lot. Uh, just hit the like button for your boy. He said the lot, <laughs> the yacht, the Lambo, the theater. Yes, man. Uh, the theater had me cracking up. But when he goes like this, he talks like this, man. He, he's like taco stream. He just, his hands move like this. He cracks me the fuck up. That dude's hilarious. I was like, what am I watching? Cause I remember you saying like, all right, we're gonna raid Taco. And I was like, all right. Um, I could have swore he was a different guy. And maybe I mistake him and Mizkiff. Uh, I don't know if him and Mizkiff are like, or him or like his partner stream on the same Taco like channel. But damn, he was good, dude. He was really good. Um, all right, so we're ranked 140 with diamonds, 350 with keep it 100. So we'll race him today uh, since we, we're gonna need to uh, we'll race him in a 2000 I believe so we'll toss him in this 2000 right here couldn't have gone over at a better time yeah that shit was hilarious dude um do I want to raise him oh, man. let's go look at let's go look at standings in the in the mid runner so he's at 350. Let's go see what 384 is looking like. Oh, I'm still recording. I'm going to have to edit that part out. I'm going to have to chop all this shit out at the end and so I can post it as a standalone podcast. Uh, we got solo stream tomorrow. Avon, if you ever want to hop on stream, since I was going to I was going to message you last night. I have Tuesday and Wednesday available if you want a uh, if you ever want to hop up on stream and do an interview um Avon, I have two days available since you're always in here uh, in the mornings. All right, so there's diamonds. We're at 140. He's good. Um, rank 250 and below is probably safe today, don't you think? 250 and below, yes. I only really get worried when I hit like 360. So like 360 and above, when I'm only like 24 away from the cut line is when I get worried. But I think 250s would be good. I would look into changing my strategy into bre into my bread. I will look into changing my strategy into my bread Z4 knock exclusives. I like that. That's my plan right now with the Z4 knock exclusives. Uh, breed those into Genesis uh, something, you know. Um, I'm at 348 with sweater rather. Not sure if I should race either. Yeah, I'm. I want to go look. So like I've made the mistake of racing too early sometimes. And so what I'll do is I'll scroll down and I'll see like who's next to me and what comparable numbers like if, it, if it's a big discrepancy from me and the next person i might sit but if it's pretty close then i'll get to racing he says tuesdays are tough for me but i can let you know for sure it would have to be on my lunch but i could probably do it sounds good man yeah i got tuesday and wednesday available this week and if not this week i got all of next week available so um no rush like, there's some really good horses up here, like, up really high. Like, I'm surprised 888 is up here. Glorious Heroes up here. Jordan. Jordan. Uh, Well, that's both of Wagsme's horses. I don't know why I showing both of them. But we saw Valerie, like, up here. Like, man, up in these two 
280s and 300s. It's already some really good horses. Double Malt. Um, I got him coming on next Tuesday. Uh, let's see who else is up here next to us. So we're at 350. Raspberry Racing with 100 ETH. Definitely a good interview, man. Good interview style too, bro. Letting the people talk and explain themselves unlike Joe Rogan. Hey, I learned a lot from Joe Rogan, um, if I'm being honest. Uh, but so 350, 28.67, 28.65, 28. Okay, so we're pretty close. Okay, so from... But yeah, I learned a lot from Joe Rogan, but... um. The one interview that's really bad is if you watch Gary V interview Mark, the dude that owns Meta or Mark Zuckerberg, you watch the Gary V and Mark Zuckerberg interview. I was like, I hope I never interview someone like that because Gary V just interrupts him the whole time. So like my whole thing is like, I just try and shut up. I wasn't the best at it today. Like I cut him off a few too many times, but like I'll try and shut up and let them get their point off. And then just try and interject when there's like dead space, but it's hard to time it sometimes. Happy New Year's. Great interviews. Keep it up. I've been learning a lot from them. Happy New Year's, Mundo. Happy New Year's to everybody else as well. I appreciate you tuning in. I appreciate, uh, I'm glad you're learning something. All right. So the cut line right now is 28.23 and we're sitting at, um, 340. Was that what it was? Three. F Where are we at? Okay. So. 2867 yeah we're probably gonna have to raise because it's at 28.2 and then we have 28.6 so we only need 0.4 more to fall off the cut line i'm sitting at hundreds and mids with 35 paid races wasn't even paying attention yeah man you're good good um i would sit with that horse i mean unless you want to keep going do what you want to do but yeah you're qualified my man um, I'd probably just sit at that point. That's awesome. Should set up well for a tourney run. 100% agree. Um, so yeah, I'll have to race, keep it 100. So let's do it. Uh, we'll race him in a 2000 meter. I'll put him in right here. Oh, who is that? Lucky Jenny. 100% flame rate. 33% win rate. Oh, I don't know if I want to join that race against him. My dream is to one day featuring on your stream as the guy who started with $140 investment and made it big. Almost there. Hey, Galaxy Man, open invitation. Whenever you want to come up on stream, you just let me know whenever you're ready and I got you, my dog. Uh, but that, that'll be a hell of a story. Uh, as a guy who started with $140 investment and made it big. You got to love the underdog story. So we got a, a one day in five hours. Ooh, we're getting close. I think we may hold. Okay, so Diamonds is going to sit. He's good. I have a Z10 and a Z9, Buterin Gin. Should I sell or breed? After watching you a while, I feel like they aren't worth keeping for babies. At this point with the roadmap, well, first off, not financial advice, so nobody can really tell you what to do. But Josh, what I would do if I had a Z10 and Z9, Buterin Genesis, at this point with uh, the announcement of the Z token, and that you're going to be rewarded for how long you've held a horse and then the caliber of like bloodline they are you're probably going to get more bang for your buck just by holding on to your genesis and then accepting or getting the airdrop Z token whenever they do it um i wouldn't really expect them to breed anything good but i would still hold them for the genesis value and the Z token that you'll get for them 
A thought for Wednesday this week. That's a thought for Wednesday this week. That's tourney day for Fib as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a thought for Wednesday this week. That's tourney day for Fib as well. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. If if I had him, I'd hold him, and I would just get that Z token, and um, you know. Because you've already held them for so long, and then they're saying that you're gonna get, you're gonna be rewarded for how long you've held these. Didn't I enter this race? Oh no, I was scared of Lucky Genie. Fancy boy. Mm, 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 mm. What is keep it 100? 81% flame rate, but only 7% win rate. Yeah, I'm not really comfortable entering that race. With a horse like keep it 100, I gotta, I gotta watch my competition. Cause he's not, uh, he's not a killer, killer, killer pumpkin eater, you know. But um, I don't know. I think that's probably it today, guys. Um, I don't really got too much going on. Uh, volume is absolutely atrocious on Zed Run right now. It's been atrocious for a while. I was watching Avon stream last night, and I'm like, man, even the volume at that time of night was. Like, volume just on racing has not been it lately, guys. But um, I think I'm going to call it a day. I'm going to go take these dogs out here soon. Still snowy, slushy as shit out here. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. with uh, We'll probably get some more tournament races in to qualify. And then Wednesday will be Fibonacci Cup Day. Thursday, we're back with Bob from Award Racing. And then we got Mr. Linus or Linus from Zerga Farms. Uh. But that's it for today. I appreciate everybody tuning in. He said, you the man. Thanks for the advice, my guy. Hadn't taken the announcement into consideration. Can you qualify in free races? Yes. Um, I prefer to qualify in free races just because the competition's easier. So if, with even a horse like Diamonds, I'll go and show you real quick. Like I raced all free races to get qualified for that tournament. Even though I know I could have done better or not done better, I could have made some money on the way up in paid races. Uh, nothing compares to the glory of even being in these tournaments or if you make it deep enough to where like you're just sitting back and watching zombie racing and Zook and all these guys talk about your horses. Yeah, if we look right here, free races. I free raced the whole entry into this tournament. Flamed 100% of the way, but he's going to run himself sometimes. So he went 10th, 4th, 12th, 9th, 12th, 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 4th, 8th, and then 1st, 10th, 1st. So... U-shape, variance horse, high base ability to where he's still pulling those 100% flames at 1,600 meters in class one in freeze. But yep, yes, you can qualify in freeze. I find it to be easier and, you know, you're not burning any money on the way. But that's it. It's your boy, Jarek LG. I appreciate you guys for tuning in and we will be back tomorrow with what? Episode 43, solo stream. Uh, qualifying cuts off tomorrow. We'll be back with another tournament. We should have another tournament tomorrow if they announce it. If they announce it off the heels of this one, but uh, shout out to Upper Moon Racing for coming on doing an interview. Shout out to Chat, everybody, every single one of you guys watching that dropped a like, everything, all that good stuff. I appreciate every single one of you guys, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Peace.